Bay number three reports successful deminiaturization of probe Foxtrot 817. Horizons one is now departing. Our final destination today, the 21st century. Wayne, thank goodness you're all right. Is everything okay? Honey, I shrunk the audience. Touch the region where you live to find out about nuclear power in your area. Soarin' to tower. We are ready for takeoff. W, w Radio, your information station. Hello and welcome to the WW Radio Show, your Walt Disney World information station. I am your host, Lou Mangello, and this is show number 434, and I'm here to help you have the best possible Disney vacation experience and bring you a little bit of Disney magic wherever you are with this podcast, videos, blog, newsletter, live broadcasts every week, as well as my Walt Disney World trivia books and audio tours of the park. You can find everything over at www.radio.com and subscribe to the podcast in iTunes. So after the recent Walt Disney World Marathon Weekend and Star Wars Half Marathon Weekend at Disneyland, I'm sure you've heard the hype, seen the photos, and read the stories. But you may not think that you can, will, or should participate in a run Disney event for one reason or another. So this week, we're going to share 10 reasons why you should and can run Disney. Whether you've never run before or just finished another dopey challenge, we have tips, training, what to expect, some things you might not expect, and much more. I'll then have the answer to our last Walt Disney World trivia question of the week and pose a new challenge for your chance to win a Disney prize package. Then stay tuned to the end of the show as I'll have more information about our upcoming WW Radio event in New Orleans, meet of the month, other events on the road, and more, as well as your voicemails. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode of the WW Radio Show. In the past eight years, I've seen something happen at Walt Disney World. There's been an awakening. There's a force present and at work and one that has transformed the Disney experience. I felt it. My friends have felt it. Maybe you have felt it too. It's calling to you. Sorry, I can't get away from the Star Wars references, especially in the light of the past few weeks. But what I'm talking about is not a new attraction, a land, a hotel, or dare I say restaurant. It's been an explosive growth that has lured Disney fans into becoming athletes and athletes into becoming Disney fans. And no, it's not the Lou Mangiello Buffet Challenge, but the run Disney events in Walt Disney World, Disneyland, and now Disney Cruise Line. But wait... Before you reach for the pause button and say that you're not a runner, you have no interest, running is not for you, or you just physically can't do it, I ask you to just give me a couple of minutes, or about an hour or so, to maybe help change your mind and afford you a wonderful, fun, challenging, and incredibly rewarding experience unlike anything you've done before. And if you are a Run Disney veteran participant, keep listening as well because you're not only going to relate to a lot about what we discuss, but you might even become aware of some new things as well. So I invite you to join me and some friends around the table as we discuss 10 reasons why you should run Disney. 
And joining me are the real runners at this virtual table. They are people from all around the country, all different skill and experience. I was going to say intelligence levels, but all bring who bring a little bit something unique to the discussion. And of course, all are members of the WW Radio running team. For that, I am incredibly grateful. First, because I always go ladies first, is Liz Driscoll from the sunny, warm beaches of Chicago. Welcome. Good evening, everybody. It is good to have you back again. It feels like I just saw you a week ago. Because yeah, I, have I did. <laughs> wheels, wheels down from Disneyland this afternoon, and you know, here we are talking about it tonight. Awesome. And uh, new to the show this week is Lauren Gaggioli. She is the founder of Higher Scores Checklist and the College Higher Scores Test Prep and the College Checklist Podcast. You can find her over at higherscorestestprep.com. Where were you, Lauren Gaggioli, when I was studying for my SATs and ACTs? Oh, Lou, I wasn't born yet. Oh, <laughs> well, and it was nice having Lauren on the show. Um, <laughs> Thanks for having me, yeah, Lou. It's, yeah, it's been a gonna... wild ride. See you later, guys. <laughs> yeah. uh, to my left at the virtual, virtu- physical non-virtual table is Deanna Mangello. Good evening, everybody. And all the way from the Big Easy, brother, I can't wait to see you and the beignets and jambalaya soon, Louis Passauer. Hey, Lou. Welcome, uh, buddy. It's good to see you, sort of, again. And uh, I think the most appearances on the show in the shortest amount of time, from Star Wars to the Skipper Canteen, and now this, I think that you're making up for missing Jock Lindsay's. Welcome back, Frank Hart. Hey, Lou. Thanks for having me. <laughs> it. Uh, I appreciate you guys being here. And again, we're actually recording this the night after the uh, the Disneyland Star Wars race, hence some of the Star Wars references at the beginning. Uh, you know what I was thinking as we were getting ready for uh, tonight's recording? You know, at one time, all of us were not runners, right? We're, we're talking about giving people reasons to run a run Disney event. And at all, at all time, one time, we were all sort of not runners. Uh, I'm still <laughs> not a runner. This body is not made for running. Don't laugh at that part. But I did run, I'm using air quotes as if you can see me, back in uh, 2008 on a dare, or maybe because I was laughed at on my old show when I was talking about um, this this relatively new thing called the Walt Disney World Marathon Weekend. I was like, oh, I, you know what? I'm thinking about trying that once. And my co-host at the time laughed at me, and I'm like, oh, it's game on, brother. And here, uh, there I was lining up in my really bad yellow cotton T-shirt with uh, Deanna and one other runner. And somehow, uh, very quickly, we became a team of people who wanted to be part of the experience. So before we get into the list, I want to go corner of, uh, sort of around the horn a little bit. I want to know, when did you participate in your very first Run Disney event? And more importantly, why? And we'll sort of go in the same order. So Liz, Lauren, Deanna, Lewis, and Frank. Um, I started with the... Happy Haunted Trail. It was 2012, and it was a little 5K, and a good friend that we all know, Kathleen uh, Kathleen Kelly, said, hey, you want to come do this little 5K with me? And talk to some friends after we were done, and they said, hey, you know, with that time, you could do a half marathon. (laughs) Next, Next thing I knew, I was signed up for the Princess Half Marathon in 2013, and just finished my second dopey, so... It changes you. Yeah, you are an example of somebody who starts running, and you, you're like Forrest Gump. Like, you just started, and you haven't stopped. 
Yeah, I'm, you know, I've been running for about three and a half years now, and I just finished my fourth marathon, so yeah, jump in big. That's incredible. And and I'm and not only do you have a lot to be proud of, but you look better. I'm sure you feel better. Um, and you clearly are, uh, you've caught the bug. Yeah, I say it tames the crazy. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, another crazy person, Lauren Gaggioli, fresh off her uh, Star Wars run this weekend. Yeah, I, uh, I actually got started a year ago with the inaugural Star Wars half marathon. We, uh, we didn't do the Rebel Challenge because we didn't know what that meant. And now we have the medals because we now know what it means to run a Disney race and, and do those challenges. So my husband joins me and he drags me around. I'm not much for the training, but I do love, love the races. So what was it? What was the thing that compelled you to get you know, off the couch and away from the desk and, and up to the starting line? Honestly, it was the WW radio running team because I was out at Disney World during a race weekend and I got to see the child that that received the wish and experienced that with the team. I met Lewis. That was that was really inspiring, Lewis and Susan. And it was one of those things where I saw the community and I saw the good that was being done with the races and I realized it wasn't about running. It was about so much more and that really I, I came home and and again, much to my husband's chagrin uh, and our our you know bank account will never be the same. <laughs> I've been running ever since. Nice. Uh, Deanna Mangello, we we know your story to a certain degree because I decided I was going to do this and you took up the charge with me. Yeah, it was 2008 when we decided to when I said I was going to do it. And you're like, I'm a runner. I can do it, too. Right. And we both have extremely different running techniques. <laughs> so it was a really interesting experience for me running my first and my last half marathon with you. Thank Although you for I calling. You. Wait, thank you for calling what I did a technique. It I was. Ever- <laughs> there you go. It was definitely a technique. Um, it was a, a, an experience in itself. I loved every minute of it because you run a little and then you walk a little. And then you run a little, and then you walk a little. And I just can't do that. Yeah. it's. I, listen, this is the strategy, right? You run downhill, you walk uphill, and then you run when you're on stage and people are cheering, and then you walk backstage when nobody listen, can see. I got that pretty pretty, uh, pretty <laughs> quickly. Pretty clearly. Um, and listen, clearly. we finished, and we didn't get swept, and that's all I cared about back in 2008. Yes. So. And you did awesome. Thank you. Uh, Dr. Passauer. Yes. Tell me well, about uh, why, when you did your first race and why you did it. Well, and, and I will take up the mantle for the lose here. Uh, I looked it up real quick, and your half marathon time wasn't too bad. And if the Run Disney website is correct, you're, you placed and finished one position ahead of Deanna. <laughs> <laughs> thanks Lou thanks for looking that up that's, that's, that's well, nice Lou, of you I, will tell you, I thought quick, I liked you I will tell you my, when I did my first race and we'll talk more about this when I did my first and only race I was I was concerned that I wasn't going to finish because I, I was not a runner I, I didn't train a lot then I was concerned that I was going to get swept and then at one point I was like hey I can do this I just want to make sure, like, I, I, once I realized I wasn't going to get swept, I was like, I think I can do this in under three hours. Yes, that was your exact, come on, pick it up. We can finish this before before it's three hours. Oh I think there was a couple did. of come on slow pokes in there. But. Yeah. Exactly. You did beat three hours. I know. It was pretty impressive. <laughs> well, so, my, my inspiration was twofold. 
was hearing your 2008 story, had a bucket list to do one half marathon. One. And one, <laughs> yes. Uh, Twelve <laughs> halves and four fulls later. Yeah. Three dopies. And my oldest son decided at the age of 10 he wanted to run cross country for his local school. And so I looked at the calendar. It was January. And Mardi Gras, which a lot revolves around Mardi Gras for us, coincided with ESPN The Weekends at the studios in 2011. Uh, not, not knowing it at the time, but it happened to be the very last ESPN The Weekends event. But we ran the 2011 ESPN The Weekends Champion 5K. And he had an absolute blast. And he has been running ever since. I have been running ever since. Uh, since 2011, I've run a minimum of two run Disney events per year. And we joined the team in 2012 and have made some of the best friends uh, that we have all over the country and can't wait to host them in New Orleans in a month. Yeah, it's, uh, it's amazing. Your story parallels many in that it's one of those where I think that you start with the 5K just for fun. And next thing you know, you're training and buying new sneakers and you're running halves and 10Ks and dopies and goofies and everything else uh, in between. So, uh, Frank, what about you? When did you first take up your first race and then and really why did you do it? Um, I did my first Disney race back in 2000, uh, let's see, 2011, so about five years ago. I did the, the half marathon. And I did it because I needed to find a way to justify eating No Way Jose's every night at Beaches <laughs> and Creek. <laughs> but no, seriously. Um, I did it because Kim and I, my wife, we came down on an anniversary trip. And it just happened to be marathon weekend. And I wasn't aware of it. And uh, we were walking through the parks, and we saw all the runners walking through and are running through. And I had just uh, gotten back into running a few years prior. And as soon as I knew that there was a race at Disney World, it was like it, you know the light bulb clicked. I knew I had to do one of them. So I did the the half marathon. And from listening to your podcast, I knew about the running team. And you know the next year, um, I did the the full marathon. And I had joined the team and kind of, uh, you know, met everybody. And then the year after that, I did my first, you know, dopey challenge. I decided to jump in and do it all. And that's when I really started to get to know everybody. And because of the team and the friendships that I had made, um, now my bank account hurts because I'm signing up for every <laughs> race there is. You know, it's really interesting to, to watch how short the distance is between the time that you finish a run and go, ah, never again, one and done, to I think I'm going to sign up for the Dopey next year. And that seems to be pervasive. I've seen it a lot of times throughout the team. But I, let's sort of get into the list. And I, and I want to start really at the beginning because a number of you, as we talked about this before we, we recorded, a lot of you said the same thing, that in, in terms of making that transition from whether it's couch to 5K or desk to whatever starting line, the run Disney events really are the best for anybody that's never done it before. If you are a new runner or and an runner, I'm using air quotes, if you're a new participant because you don't really even have to walk in things like the 5K, this is one of the ones that I think anybody can do. And certainly if you are a Disney fan, um, there's no more encouraging reason to do it than because it is at and around and, and surrounded by Disney. And I think, Frank, you made a point you know, in terms of it being a, a non-threatening way to get involved, like if you don't think that you're a runner but you want to try it, 
this is a good way to start. Yeah, absolutely. These races are are almost made for someone uh, to to do their first race. They have a very low uh, minimum pacing requirement at 16 minutes a mile, uh, which you know, if you don't know what that is, it's it's really just a a quick walk, if anything. If um, and it opens it up for a lot of people. Um, a lot of people. These races could be their first 5K, it could be your first marathon, but that slower pace uh, or slower minimum requirement uh, takes away the pressure of having to think, oh, I've got to go as fast as I can to, w- to win this race, and really allows you to have fun on the course. Uh, and I think that's the most important thing uh, for a new runner, um, just like with anything. You want to have fun when you do it. If you had a bad experience on your first race, you're really not going to want to go back and run again. And these Disney races be- between the um, the entertainment on course and the people that you meet and the corrals and then again just everything about being in the parks and in the resorts and running down Main Street, all those experiences just make for such a wonderful race experience that I think new runners can catch the running bug just from doing one Disney race. And I think you're right. You know, if you see like, oh, I'm thinking about taking up this running thing, you might even see local races or some regional races they're a little bit more intimidating because the people that look like that they're going, you know, it, it's uh, it, it's a much more competitive aspect to it. You really sort of, I think you don't get that sense. Even before you sign up, they do make it very in- encouraging and, and certainly very, very accessible. Yeah, that's the other thing. You know, you, you keep saying like a runner, an athlete, you know, for these 5Ks, you don't have to be a runner or an athlete. And like Frank said, a 60-minute mile really is nothing. But it's something when you want to do it as a family because we've done it with our children. And you want to do it with your friends if you've never done one. It's a good experience to have a girls' weekend or a, you know, a guys' weekend even to go and do it. And it's a really fun thing to get out there and, you know, be, with, be in Disney. And like also, like Frank said, around you get to do – you know, World Showcase in Epcot at that time in the morning is amazing. I, I mean, I think even the, the process of signing up, right? It's like signing up, you know, it's get, like getting ready for your next Disney vacation. There's something exciting about that. There's something counting down to it that's, that's fun about it as opposed to being something that's scary. Anybody else uh, thoughts in terms of it, it being an accessible first race? I had a I friend. Think... Oh. Go ahead, Lauren and then Liz. Okay. I had a friend who was out here and his mom came out to cheer him on. And so she was sitting and cheering for the 10K and I met up with them after. And she looked at me, she goes, I was so surprised. There are people out there who look like me. And I thought that was a really interesting comment. I mean, she's a little older, you know, and and just the idea of like, I could see her wheels turning of like, I could do this. And I think that's the most amazing thing. People are inspired when they go and they see who's, you know, quote unquote running. I think the Jeff Galloway method really brings a lot of people into the races and makes it, you know, less, less threatening. That looks like I have to run for a whole hour. They can run, walk. And, and it's a really exciting environment in which to do that and, and bond with other people who are on that same journey to get a little more healthy. And I, for me, I had friends who saw my Facebook post who they enjoy Disney with their families. And now she's saying to me, will you tell us when these races are? Because now we want to sign up. We want that to be our next trip is to go down and do a 5K. We want to take our trip and add this to kind of enhance it, to do something that we have before. 
And they're just based on seeing, you know, me post my 5K medal. And they're like, hey, we can do that. We can add that to our vacation experience. Yeah, I mean, I even remember, again, just sort of in terms of personal stories, still being nervous. Like, I had never run anything more than six miles on a treadmill. So I was panic-stricken when I first got there back in 2008. And there was something very comforting Maybe because of the way Disney does it, the environment, the people. You know, I saw other people there. I'm like, wait a minute. Everybody here is not a, a Boston Marathon athlete. They're, they're regular people like me that sort of just laced up the sneakers that they had in their closet and are giving this a chance. And I think that's what this does. And that's why I started running the 5Ks or, or walking-ish the 5Ks because – for a long time, it was like, oh, you have to do the half marathon. I said, well, that's too intimidating. It's too deep a pool to dip your toe into to, to see what this experience is like. So I said, fine, I'll start signing up and doing all the 5Ks on marathon weekend and some of the little weekends because I want other people to have this type of experience. It's not just about the 13.1 miles. It's about getting up and getting dressed and getting on that starting line and that fe- that feeling of accomplishment when you finish. And I say, look, the guy who comes in last gets the exact same medal as the guy who comes in first. So you just go and have fun. And sometimes that 5K is what starts getting people into becoming, uh, you know, run Disney aficionados, run Disney addicts, whatever it may be. But something else, and it, it almost seems like it's out of order doing it second, but all of you said the exact same thing when I say, what's one of the real reasons to take part in a run Disney events and all of you use the exact same world word as if you were 13 year old teenage girls, you're like, Oh, it's all about the bling. Yes. It's totally about the bling. <laughs> absolutely. It is absolutely about the bling. Absolutely. So, there's no doubt. So the one thing about the Disney races is the medals are incredibly beautiful. So unique. Everyone is so well themed. There's there's a little bit of man. I wish I did the Star Wars race out in Disneyland just because of how cool the medals. That look. totally is the same thing when you're sitting here after Dopey, and I'm like, oh my god, I should have just went out there and did all the races for all those beautiful medals. I mean, they are um, the medals are amazing. Ever, how compelling are the medals to you? Like, are you sometimes on the fence, and then you're like, oh, they released the medals. I've got to go and do this. <laughs> Well, you can't wait that long. Exactly. Yeah, it's true. You can't wait. Very true because it's sold out. We missed out on the Kessel Run, and I cannot even begin to tell you how upset I am about that. But (laughs) but you know the history. You've seen the medals at you know other races that people have posted and things like that, and you know that they're not going to disappoint. And I'm telling you that half marathon, the Avian Medal. But then we get the Rebel Challenge medal, and I'm like, oh, we have a spinner. It's an, oh, you're going to do R2. So, yeah, it, it is all about the bling. It is. And, it, you know, in addition to, um, you know, the, the bling, too, the bling also includes, like, you get finisher shirts, right? You get, a, you get that, something else that you can wear. But the thing that's nice, too, about the bling is not just that medal that you can hang on your wall, that sense of accomplishment whether it's a 5k or a dopey or anything in between but i love seeing people after the events wearing their medals around the disney parks how you all have this instant bond with one another you look at each other like yeah congratulations you did it like and i love seeing that it it instills a sense of pride and camaraderie and look i've seen people wear their medals like for a week after the race like and which you should you should because you earned it absolutely Absolutely, especially especially if it's your first race. 
Yeah. I mean, not only person to person, but the cast members too. Right. It's it's so true. Congratulations! And, congratulations! They yeah. point it out. They try and do their best all day to see everybody and recognize that accomplishment. And yeah, and and I, I'm sorry. Go ahead, uh, Frank. Uh, I was just saying, and yeah, and that's something you don't get with a local race. You know, yeah. if you if you're lucky in a lot of local races to even get anything. Let's say you do a 5K at home. You know, your money usually goes to a charity, but that that's it. You you ran the race, and maybe you got a cotton T-shirt. You know, we're here. You know, you get this medal, and you you it's a it's a large medal. Most of the time, it's very you know, like we were saying, it's very elaborate. But you know, you get rewarded that sense of you know, yeah, I did accomplish something today. You know, because of all those comments, and like everyone was saying, not just the other runners, but cast members, even people who didn't run. You'll see people come up to you and go, you know, man, you ran a half marathon today. Aren't your legs tired? You know, like you just it, it causes so much interaction with other guests and with other people, and it and through those conversations, you inspire them to run too sometimes it's just from people wearing the bling through the parks gets other people interested in what these disney races are well not only that what i see too a lot just not here personally but i see from you and other people posting pictures on on facebook and instagram is you're not just wearing that medal after the race you're not just wearing it in the parks but i see that your home decor has changed because now you start displaying your medals you actually have to buy these large racks for all the medals that you accumulate and then I look at that and I'm like, man, like what a sense of accomplishment and pride. Like you're having a, a down day. You just look over and you're like, look what I did. Look at how many miles I've run. Like you, that's something that you've earned that nobody can ever take away from you. Well, Lou, I, we had a, an interesting story during the full marathon. Uh, we picked up a, high, a college kid in the Magic Kingdom at mile six. And he was hitting the wall at mile six in the marathon. And he saw we... Eight of us were running together in the blue shirts, and he's like, you mind if I go with y'all for a little bit? And we're like, sure, come on. He ended up going 20 miles, 20 more miles with us and finishing with us. And we asked him, well, what's the longest race you've ever run? He said, one mile. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> and we're like, Matt, his name was Matt. He's like, what in the world? He's like, well, I was down here last year for, for Marathon Weekend, and I saw everybody wearing their medals, and I wanted a medal. And when I went to register, all that was open was the full marathon. So I did. We looked at him and went, you need to join the race team. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I believe, in uh, fact, I, had a, I got a text from one of our teammates tonight from Chris Steele telling me he believes Matt is joining the race team and will be running the Star Wars half with us in April. Nice. Awesome. So you, because of the bling. He ran yeah. a full marathon because of the bling. Well, and you actually bring up, you know, I'm going to move this really to number three. It is about the ability to run together or alone, right? Some people prefer to run alone, but you're never really alone because you, I see all the time, not just our running team, but other running teams and other people who may even come down here solo. You are running with family. You're running with your friends. You're you're meeting people along the course. Like you said, you're picking up people along the way. You're running in costume, right? Something that you probably don't do anywhere else, whether you're dressed like the Incredibles as a group or Mary Poppins or the, the emotions from Inside Out or Star Wars, whatever it may be. I, I think the idea of running together at a Disney race is probably very different here than it is anywhere else. Like I've seen our team to come together. I've seen you guys pick people up along the way. I've seen people come down here together, but even if they come alone, they end up running with other people and encouraging other people, which, you know, watching that from the sidelines is such an, an incredible dynamic to see people helping each other out like that. 
So it's really interesting because um, I've never run a race alone. And I, I just personally like to run with people because we have a really good time. We laugh, we sing, we dance. And the camaraderie between the team and myself, it makes the time go faster. And it's all about having fun. And I have to say that, you know, these people that run in corrals ahead of us have backed up so that we could run together as a team. And this past race, we had two new runners with us actually run, like back up from their corrals to run with us just to see what the experience is like. And I mean, I know that I had a good time and I know that they had a good time. So it was a really different kind of, you know, I love running a race, especially with a new marathoner or a new half marathoner, because I kind of get like giddy inside, like it's a whole new experience that they're experiencing, like my first time. I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but I know for me, it's it's great. Well, I'm going to I'm going to put somebody on the spot to a certain degree, because I, I will say that a number of people said to me and it maybe it was even some of you that after I don't know if it was the half or the full you came over and you're like, man, Lewis got us through that race. Like, Lewis really got us through this race. Or other people come over and say, Liz got me through that race. Or Frank, or whoever it may be. And that's amazing to me. You know, whether it's a friend or a stranger, this idea of, you know, you're like the wolf pack. From yeah. the like, you're running together and you make sure nobody gets left behind. Well, Lou, I can tell you, we ran eight. We started the full marathon with eight teammates. And we finished 26 miles with eight teammates. And three of the teammates I had not met until this weekend. And we had three, uh, including Jimmy Styles, who finished their very first full marathon on Sunday. And even though it was my fourth, coming into the finish line, it felt like I was crossing that finish line for the very first time because of that shared experience with people who had never done it before. In fact, when we started, one of the girls in our group, Jeanette, before the gun went off, said, I am most looking forward to crossing the finish line hand in hand with each and every one of you. And that's, yeah. I, that, I see that happen a lot. Yeah, and I can vouch for that too because my sister ran her first marathon with Lewis and she said it was probably one of the best experiences she ever had and she was very grateful for the team being there to support her because actually both my sisters ran their first races this, during the marathon weekend my youngest with her half and my other sister with the full with Lewis and uh, you know they were just grateful to have that support of the team and you know I'm one of those people that Deanna mentioned who you know dropped back you know I used to always go for time but now I go I run just to be with the team because we have such a great experience being together supporting each other and there's times even though you know I might be feeling strong at the end of the marathon I may not have made it through mentally. You know, my body might have been there, but I may have given up mentally halfway through. Just be, and the support that the team uh, is, you know, has for, for us, that's, that's the, one of the best parts of running with, with, uh, with a group. And we had a couple people join us for the half marathon, and they said, oh, I'll start with you guys and I'll see how it goes. And at the end of the half marathon, they said, no, no, I'm not running by myself tomorrow. This is way more fun. <laughs> <laughs> and they came and joined us for the marathon. And, you know, at tw mile 23, when you're not really feeling so strong anymore, they're the ones dropping back and going, come on, we're all doing this together. And, again, um, you know, my last year was my first Opie. This year my second Opie. 
Well, and you make a good point, you know, and I think we should talk here about the support, not just during the race, but I think before the race is really, really important. So that's sort of like number four is the support before you even get to the starting line, the support during the training and the support if you've never run before, it doesn't necessarily come. You don't have to be part of a team or a member of a running team to, to get the support. On the Run Disney site, there's the, the Jeff Galloway plan. That's sort of the run-walk plan. There's all types of tips and, and videos and, and courses and things like that. Yes, on the, on the running team, do we support you during your training? Do we have a Facebook group? And do some of you guys get together and you talk to each other? But I think the support... Leading up to it is really important because it can be discouraging. People who are in climates where it's tough to get outside and tough to train or you're busy and you got kids and work and you're not able to go out and run a full marathon, that support before you even, you know, after you register and before you get down to Walt Disney World is incredibly important. And and I think that's one thing that you get, whether it be from a team or even from Disney itself. I think the Run Disney site does uh, a great um, a great thing for new runners as well as experienced runners. They also have um, a portion of it where you can get nutrition, you know, um, facts. And I, believe it or not, have used in the past the um, downloadable training programs from Run Disney that Jeff Galloway puts out. I don't use Run Walk, but I use his program just to say, okay, I know this week I need to run you know, two times, 45 minutes, and then do five miles on Saturday and nine miles on Sunday. I don't know how you guys feel about it, but I've always used that kind of as my baseline and then kind of figured it out from there. And that is what I do. I take the Galloway plan. I get an inexpensive, you know, calendar for the year. And because we all tend to sign up for many races, I've got, you know, here's my training plan for Dopey. Well, here was my wine and dine one. Well, here was, you know, my Star Wars one. So yeah, they're all on there. You know what to run, you know how often to run, and it just makes it so easy. I think the important thing about the Galloway thing, and again, if you don't know the Jeff Galloway method, he is the the official Run Disney training consultant. I think Disney puts it very succinctly, I speak for a living, if they put it very shortly and very well, it's a simple and proven training method that made not just finishing a 5K, but a half and a full marathon possible for almost everyone. And best of all, and most importantly, you're not going to get hurt, right? It's not about, you know, being laid up for a week after. It's without injury and without pain. And I think that's the key to sort of get you over that fear is that really – Anyone can do this. You don't have to be, uh, you know, somebody who trained or ran in high school or whatever. You can sort of pick up the challenge and they will help you through it. I can certainly Mm. speak for those who didn't run in high school. I was a drama kid. (laughs) You know, the the training plans and and knowing that you can get into running in a pain-free way, to me, that was the biggest thing because – you know, for me, if I ever said, you know, going from couch to I'm just going to go and run, I I did not feel great the next day. And, you know, my motivation was killed. But I think having having great and solid and proven information available on the Run Disney site is so important. And the nutrition aspect, I mean, you can't you cannot stress enough how important it is to fuel your body with the right the right food. Yeah, but I, th- I think they spelled cronut wrong. I didn't see cronut and on the nutrition. So I think that that all being available. Did they? 
No, they did. Hmm. Well, I'll have to read the hot roast mac and cheese is on there. Yeah, that's on the Lumon. I carb load with mac and cheese, man. So that's the way we go in this house. But for the rest of it, I I like the nutrition piece as well. And you know what? It's it's smart because it takes you everything from the run walk method to you know how to run. Like, what's the proper running form, and and what if you're not feeling it, and how and where you should train, and then before you get to the race, warming up and stretching and walking. These are all things that as somebody who was completely new to the sport, I didn't know anything about. And that instilled a lot of fear in me. I, I read this. Don't don't get I'm not yeah, running. An, I'm not running say. a half marathon. I'm, okay. <laughs> um, but it, it does help you cross the finish line and, and stay motivated. And then when you're done, it helps you figure out how to recover as well. And those are all important things that I think a lot of people don't think about until you actually have to go, go and take up the challenge. I think a great thing, too, is you were talking about getting to the race in the morning. The experience about, you know, taking the bus over or driving there, but getting there at this ungodly hour <laughs> and there is all these bright lights and a DJ and music and people dancing and you're like, oh my God. It kind of just boosts your spirits up and everything and you're like, oh my God, this is great. And your adrenaline starts and you're like, wow, this is going to be great. I can do this. Yeah, and I think... That sort of goes to a couple of the points that I really want to make, too, that you guys did as well. You know, next is there are things about this event that are uniquely Disney. And before we even get to race day, really race night itself with the 2 a.m. wake up calls. But a couple of you pointed out that the expo itself is something that is unique to Disney. You know, any race you go to, for the most part, you probably have to go there the day in advance, pick up your packet, pick up your bib, whatever it is. But the Disney, run Disney Expo at Wide World of Sports is both sort of like a a mega mall for Disney fans and for runners and lots of equipment that you can get and bling and t-shirts. But there's also training seminars and people that you can talk to about what's the right equipment do I need? You know, what kind of shorts do I need to wear? What kind of sneakers should I, what, you know, all these different things that that you might not think about. And it's a lot of fun. and And I see a lot of, for you guys, it is when are you going to the expo because it becomes a, a social thing. So talk a little bit about the uniqueness of the Disney Expo itself. Yeah, I'll jump in if, if anyone cares. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I ca- Frank, I care. I care, Frank. I'm going to jump right in there. Um, <laughs> the, the expo for me was a unique experience because I had done, uh, you know, like rock and roll races and some local races here in St. Louis before. And at the expos, they always feel, and I know Louie already kind of mentioned this already, but they felt intimidating. You know, and I was a runner, and but I would go in there, and you'd see people who were like, man, that guy, you could tell he's a gazelle, you know, and yeah. you know that these people are all fit runners, and they're just going in, and they're buying their KT tape, and they're buying their goo packs, and I was kind of like, I don't know what any of this stuff they're buying is, but at the Disney Expos, there's much more of a uh, a, a community feel there, and you can approach people in their booths, and you can approach people at the Fit to Run booth and say, you know what? I'm suffering from an injury, you know, and I've heard about KT. What is it? How does it work? How do these compression sleeves work? You know, what is goo? I, I don't know what this is. And, you know, granted, some of this stuff maybe you shouldn't use right before your first big race because it's the day before, but you can dig into those ideas and start to learn what some of those things are. You know, maybe you find a new running belt that you like way better than, the, you know, the Ziploc bag you had duct taped to your shorts. Yeah, there <laughs> you, know, you go. There's those kinds of things that you can find there, and there's people there that are very helpful and willing 
uh, to show you what they are. And it's fun, right? It's exciting, you know? Yeah, the other thing, too, is they Run Disney also has a way of putting on these seminars. So at all the expos, you can look into as a, uh, like nutrition or, you know, running or something that you're intrigued about. And there's someone there that's going to be speaking about it. Just like you said, the goo packs, if you have no idea what the heck or when to goo, like there's seminars on it that they put together that's, that are very, very, um, they're helpful. And I'll go back to the shopping for a minute and say, when you think about that expo, I think about, you know, that the Minnie Mouse like sweaty band for runners and the little red polka dot skirt that you can buy. And, uh, like raw threads that does the special race themed shirt. I mean, I was, just out at Star Wars, and they had the cute shirt that said, in a corral far, far away. Um, so, yeah, you're buying your KT tape. You might buy some goo or some cliff shots. But you know what? That's the stuff I go look at. I want to go look at what I can't get anywhere else. Right. Those The New Balance shoes that have just taken off again with you know a couple new patterns. And, and it's different than any other expo that you're going to go to. You know, speaking of being different, you know, next, number six on the list, you know, I, I we, we sort of talk about how unique the courses are themselves. And I think that really ties into, it's not just the courses and the idea that you are running through the theme parks with it being a completely different experience. But I think the theming of the races too, you know, the, there's the Walt Disney World Marathon Weekend. There's, you know, Princess Marathon Weekends. But if you look at the list of the races and the different courses that you go through there is the regular Walt Disney World Marathon weekend if you do the full marathon it takes you through all four parks at at times when there's nobody else there there's a Star Wars themed princess themed there's a well actually there's the light side in light side in California dark side in Florida a Tinkerbell half a Disneyland half a Disneyland Paris half a wine and dine there's an Avengers superhero marathon weekend in Disneyland so you've got these themes, you've got these characters, you've got these different experiences, and the courses themselves are very different than running on your local street or your local race. And I will tell you, as you know, I, again, I only have my, my one and, and the 5Ks, being out there and running in the parks gives you a boost of energy and excitement that that's why I said to people, if you can, if you're doing a half marathon, which is 13.1, and you've run five or six miles, don't worry because the fact that it's the Star Wars or superheroes or that you're running through the Magic Kingdom, that alone is going to carry you the rest of the way. The adrenaline carries you the rest of the way, the, and the theme, the experience, exactly. right? The experience of being yeah. at Disney World or, or Disneyland or Disney Cruise Line, even to do it. And then you also have your family. I don't know about you guys, but your family ends up saying to you, you know, when you when you go on the different courses and the different streets, you say to them, oh, I ran on this. And your family's like, oh, mom, I heard that already. I know you ran here. <laughs> <laughs> but t- especially, you know, those of you who just finished the Star Wars half marathon out in Disneyland, you know, what is that experience like? And not necessarily running through, Ana- you know, downtown Anaheim, but when you're running through Disneyland and... There are stormtroopers and Jedi and characters everywhere. It was I mean, amazing. I mean, the first year that they did it, they had stormtroopers on the carousel at 630 in the morning. And I about <laughs> lost my mind. My husband was like, all right, we can do this one again. <laughs> because it was just so, I mean, just otherworldly. You don't get that anywhere else. Every other race is about running. And this is about more. They, they, they plus the experience, if you will. 
Well, it's and I think it's the entertainment too, right? Not just oh, totally. the idea of being inside Animal Kingdom or Epcot or Disneyland or, or California Adventure. It's that there's entertainment on the course throughout, even during those long, long stretches. You don't realize how long World Drive is until you guys have to go and run it. That's well, so on the true. on the West Coast, I've done the Disneyland half, the Avengers half, and now the Star Wars half. And each one of those courses is different, goes in a different direction out into Anaheim. And the community support is is really amazing. They get all their local, their high school bands and their cheer groups and things to be out there providing that entertainment. And then you go over to the East Coast and you say, hey, whether I do Marathon Weekend or whether I go do Wine and Dine Weekend, again, I get different courses, I get different experiences, and then you get the different characters. You know, at Avengers, we had the cosplayers. This past weekend, we had the 501st out there. Really amazing experiences. And, you know, something else I want to mention, too, just because I want to make sure we don't overlook it, is in addition to the characters, whether they they be princesses or Oogie Boogie, or whoever it may be, and, and all these photo opportunities on the course, before you even start, uh, you know, I think Disney recognizes that starting sometimes is the hardest and the scariest part. I, I really want to give credit to the announcers, Rudy and Carissa, who are at all the events. You know, they really do a great job of helping you get excited, maybe get over a little bit of the nerves. I always appreciate, I'm sure you guys do as well, when they see that you know sea of blue shirts going by, they call out the WWE Radio running team. There is something exciting about that too um, that I think makes this, the, the course and the theme and the experience unique. And that actually leads me to number seven, which is the support on the course itself, right? We've talked about Disney support before the race and getting you started, but a number of you mentioned to the support on the race is like nowhere else from the start to the finish line. And I think that goes to, you know, the the way how well these races are organized from water stations to the medical staff to the, the volunteers. You know, you have to give credit to those people that get up at oh dark 30 in the morning and get out there and volunteer and hand out water. There's medical tents throughout the courses. I know, Lauren, you said you had a, a story about a cast member that, that sort of went out of their way in terms of support on the course. Absolutely. Um, it was Wine and Dine this year, or 2015, I guess. And there were a number of us waiting at, you know, the the incredibly impacted crosswalks, you know, trying to get over to World Showcase. And I, it was interesting because I think everybody was like, okay, we're done. Like, we want to go to World Showcase and go, you know, taste all the food. And some guy made kind of a flippant comment about how, you know, these people aren't running very fast. Like, just let us go across. And the cast member said, no, they're running exactly the same distance that you ran and they deserve our respect and we should cheer them on. And I think a lot of people in the corral were like, or corral, that's what it felt like. But a lot of people in the crossover were like, yeah. And so we started cheering everybody on as they went by. And you could just see it light up the people's face. And it was all because of that one cast member and their, you know, living up to the spirit of of these races and, and just how amazing it is that everybody's getting out there and giving it their all. And I thought that that was just really inspiring and it made me love the races all the more. Well, you mentioned something that I think is important here to talk about support on the course. And I want you guys to, to speak to this. The amount of cheering that goes on, the number of people that are out there cheering, whether they have, you know, a horse in the race or not, the people who are out there cheering, not just for their runner, like we on the WWE running team, we are out there cheering 
for you. There's dozens of us who align the course that cheer for you, but we cheer for every runner, right? We call out everybody's name. How important is that to see those faces, to hear the, the, them, them call you out, then to encourage you on, to, to see the signs or giving you a high five or a sweaty hug along the way? How important is the cheering? It's so, so important. It gets us through so much of the race. You have no idea. I think cheering is harder is harder than running. Sing it, girlfriend. Okay, because you <laughs> have to go from place to place to see us as a team, but also I know you're cheering on everyone that's running. Um, I did it one year, and I haven't cheered since. <laughs> You're like, I've it's easy to run a dopey. I've been running dopey since. But anyway, um, it's so important for us as runners to see our team, you know, our cheer team there. And that w- there was one year that I was starving and I made, sh- now I make sure that if I knew if I was hungry, everyone on the team was hungry. So therefore I made sure that there was someone at every park with a snack and to cheer everybody on, and then we handed out snacks to everybody if you didn't, if you needed something on the course. So I think it's, I know it's extremely important for me. I know that you guys feel the same way. I also have to say, this last race, I was, I was really struggling in this last race. I mean, yesterday, but I coming down the home stretch, there were these little kids all giving out high fives, and it just was like the most amazing thing that I just, I kept get, getting high fives because I was like, this is going to get me to the finish line because I am struggling. So I think that you know the families that come out to like, like with the team, the families that come out to cheer on their runner, they're there for you as well. And they're happy to support you and give you the energy you need, even when it's sort of draining away. Yeah, and again, and I think, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, and I think it's a, you made a good point, Lauren, that it's a, it's a give and take there, too, because you light up the cheer team's uh, eyes, too, when we come by and give them high fives, because they've been out there for hours supporting us. They love getting a high five, too, just as much as we do. So it's like a give and take. And, and when you run by and you give a little kid a high five who's been sitting there, maybe bored, telling mom they're ready to go. And then their little eyes light up. It, it's great. It motivates you. It motivates them. And it's this it's amazing feeling. You know, speaking of motivation, I want to move on to number eight because there's so much good that comes from these races. And I don't mean just the good that happens to you in terms of improving your health or losing weight or the sense of accomplishment. But there are so many charities that are supported here. The, the good that happens doesn't isn't just on a personal level, but for other people that need it most. I know the W Radio Running Team, we support the Make-A-Wish Foundation of America. Again, we got to meet one of the Wish children uh, whose wishes that the team sponsored this year. There's, you know, whether it's leukemia, cancer, autism, Anything in between, there are so many charities that benefit from that. And I love being able to see that, the people who are doing it, not just for themselves, but for a good cause as well. I have to say, I got into a really bad habit. It was like a two-year habit of putting on workout clothes and (laughs) sitting in my house. And I felt like, you know, I got the clothes on. That counts. And, you know, check, I worked out today. But knowing that you're running for a charity and knowing that there's somebody out there who's counting on you, that makes all the difference. And that really helps you put in the miles in training. And it makes race day so rewarding on so many levels. It's it's wonderful. And if you're lucky... If you're lucky enough to be down in January and see the family, I think that just brings it all home, too. Lou, I had told Deanna this during Marathon Weekend. My first marathon training, I had a nine-mile run in August in New Orleans heat and was struggling. And the thought that crossed my mind is, 
the kids we're running for are fighting a battle much tougher than this. Suck it up and get through it. Put and your big boy they, pants on. Good job. Yeah, that's the way. Be, that's the way. They became an inspiration for me. And starting with my first Goofy, I actually put a little sign out in my waiting room. And there is no greater satisfaction I have than a, a patient donating to the Dream Team Project on my behalf you know, when they're already paying me for what I'm doing, but then, the, then the, on, on top of that, to support the Dream Team Project, that to me says a lot. Yeah, there's a, uh, there's a lot of good that comes out of these races, uh, one of which is number nine. And as if you needed another excuse to come to Walt Disney World or now Disneyland, and now the Disney Cruise Line as the Castaway Key 5K Challenge, you want to take a runcation, mancation, girls weekend, going with your team, whatever excuse you need to come and, and go down to Walt Disney World to one of the theme parks, having all these events throughout the year. And there are, like we said, there are many. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I'm counting nine different events that run from January through November uh, at all the theme parks, both domestically and now this year for the first time at uh, Paris Half Marathon. What do you think? It's also a pretty good uh, reason to come to Disney, maybe squeezing an, an extra trip or two? Absolutely. <laughs> you live here. Who do you I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm squeezing in a vacation. Come on. I just want to know when the team is going to Paris. I feel like a memo needs to be sent about this because <laughs> that's, that's my next one that I'm like, I have to go do that one. <laughs> it, uh, it almost happened this year, but we're going to give it a year and then maybe take a look at next year. There are some team members going now. So. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Don't yeah. Come, when, you, when you tell people you're going to Disney, you're like, no, no, I'm running. I'm running. And they just kind of give you the eyeball of, you know, oh, yes, you're going to Disney to run. It, it's it's not a bad way to spend your time. I've got a race in Central Florida. That's, you know, I have an event in Central Florida. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> number, yeah, and uh, sorry. Oh no! So I was gonna say, you know, if you're gonna go anywhere for a, for a run, why not go to Disney? I mean, the the accommodations alone. I mean, the resorts do such a good job with uh, transportation to and from the to and from the races. Uh, there's so many great dining options if you're a runner. You know, if you want to find a pasta or some kind of carb, you know, to eat before your race, they do a great job at the Disney resorts providing. Um, like runner packs, they have like bagels and you know juices and things like that. Uh, and Disney, as a total, just the resort, you know, makes running so easy on a runner that you're able to go and you know you run a half marathon. You're like, you know what? I feel great. I'm going to go to the parks for a couple hours now. And I think finally, uh, you guys are all a testament to what I think is one of the most important. I think you guys will probably agree with me based on what I've seen over the last two weeks. I think number 10 or number one reason why you should go and run Disney is because of the friendships and the community that develops out of it. I mean, I think all of us, for the most part, you know, are we're friends because of the things that have come out of the relationships and the community that you guys have built because of the run Disney event. And you talk about your, your, your crazy friends who end up becoming like family that come together multiple times throughout of the year from all over the world. Uh, to do these events, it, it almost becomes less about the start and the finish line than everything that takes place over the weekend with the friends. And that's it in a nutshell. I mean, we have, a, you know, good friends who come in from the UK to run and, and you know, that, that's part of it is coming together, friends and friendship and community. 
And even if you're coming down here and you, you, know, you don't have friends that are runners, you don't know anybody that's here, look at how many people you meet along the way and become friends with. And these relationships and these bonds form. And I've watched it happen over and over and over again. So when we say the friendships, we don't necessarily mean the existing friendships. And that's why you come down. You come down, you make those friends. And next thing you know, hey, what, you know, are you going to go do Avengers? Gonna go, let's go do Tinkerbell together. And those bonds really do form because it's not just about the Disney you have in common, but it's the, the run Disney events. Uh, and they do. They become really about a weekend spent with friends than it is necessarily about the races themselves. The uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I for one reason or another, I traveled solo this trip and had no plans when I showed up in Walt Disney World. I rode one attraction, saw one movie, The Muppets, and outside of that, was never bored. Always with friends, and we just had a great time enjoying where we were. Yeah, and, and, you know, we see, we watch it not just with our community and our running team getting together for meals and walking through the parks and just enjoying the time together, but really what it is all about. It is really about uh, the community that you create and the good that you do and so many other reasons that we have. Look, my favorite reason for the Run Disney events really is that I have an excuse to carb load for a year. Of course. Really sort of get myself, <laughs> right. I, I'm, listen, you know, I, know. It, I train hard to stand on that sideline. I know, sweetheart. That's why I said to you. Cheering is a lot harder than running, so I, I'm, I'm with you. All right, so any uh, any final thoughts from the peanut gallery? Well, I just wanted to thank you and thank Deanna for starting this, starting this team and supporting it. If it wasn't for you, none of the people on this call would know each other today, and there's a lot more people out there that I think echo the sentiment. I'm certainly one of them. I joined a year ago, and, you know, here I am with you guys and we've run races together and it's amazing. So if you're hesitant at all, do it. You won't regret it. Yeah, I would say amazing friendships have come uh, just from me dropping back in a couple corrals. And um, I don't regret that decision. And it's been amazing ever since. I have no regrets for any step I've ever taken with this team. And I look forward to many, many more. I'm blessed and honored to have all you guys in our lives. And there's so much joy that this team has brought to us as a family and our friendships. So thank you. And thank you, Lou, for putting it out there and taking that chance way back when in that yellow shirt, when I had to run, walk, run, run, walk, <laughs> run, walk. It made such a difference in our lives. So thank you very much. Well, guys, I am uh, incredibly grateful uh, and I appreciate you uh, on so many levels, not just for your time tonight, but uh, for the good you do and, and for the fact that you are part of the team and really my extended family. Uh, it means more to me than you know to watch all of you. And I am so proud of all of you guys, um, whether you are part of the team or not, and anybody who's ever taken up the challenge and gotten to that starting line and, uh, and, and started uh, even if you don't finish, so I think starting the race is the hardest part. And if there's anything at all tonight, if you've never done a race before and you're even thinking about doing it, I welcome you, anybody from anywhere at any skill or lack of skill level to come and be part of the team. Even if you've never done your first 5K, even if you don't own a pair of sneakers, if you go to wdwradiocom running, you can find out how to be part of the team. 
There's a very, very low barrier to entry. You get a cool shirt and a bondage band. You get the support of this group. I promise you, lasting friendships and meeting up in the corrals and meeting up after and the good that you will do for the Make-A-Wish Foundation of America, I promise you, it will change your life in a positive way. And that is what all of you have done for me. Anybody who is part of this team and, and on this call, you have changed my life in an incredibly positive and profound way. And for that, I am incredibly grateful. And thank you, Run Disney, for putting on such an unbelievable event every time that I have run one, and I know our team has run one, for the shout-outs and just for what you stand for. Thanks again. All right. Anybody want to plug either their Twitter, their Facebook, their website? Now's the time to do it. Ladies, gentlemen, and I use those terms loosely. If anyone's a, you know on the fence I'm at Lauren Gaggioli on Twitter you can come over and ask me anything I'm happy to share my experience and and help out in any way that I can yeah I think that probably goes for all of us you know look us up on Facebook by our names and if you have any questions you know we're always happy to answer I'll uh, I'll link up all your guys stuff in the uh, in the show notes over at www.radio.com this week guys and girls thank you again listener thank you for taking the time to listen I hope we have encouraged you to uh, take up the challenge, whether it's your first 5K or your next Dopey. Hopefully we will see you at your next Run Disney event. Thanks, guys. Thanks. I am on my way. I can go the distance. I don't care how far. Somehow I'll be strong. I know every mile will be worth my while. I would go most anywhere to find where I belong. It's time for our Walt Disney World Trivia Question of the Week. Invite you to test your knowledge of Walt Disney World history or see how well you pay attention to the details, not just in what you see, but sometimes in what you hear. If you think you know the answer, you can enter via email for your chance to win a Disney prize package. Before we get to this week's question, let's go back, review last week's, and select our winner. So last week I was all about Adventureland and the Skipper Canteen and the Swiss Family Treehouse located just across the way. And I said that if you want to walk off your lunch or dinner and get some unique, spectacular views of the Magic Kingdom, the Swiss Family Treehouse is one of those overlooked classic Disney World attractions. But your question last week was to tell me what room in the treehouse can be found all the way at the top? What room in the treehouse is highest? Hundreds of you entered and got this one correct. So you either went out exploring the treehouse, remembered your last adventure in adventure land, or you did a really good job searching on altavista.com because you know that it's the boys' room, a.k.a. the crow's nest. It's where Fritz, Ernst, and Francis, although there's only two hammocks there, uh, stay in the treehouse with their family. And if you look carefully on the sign, it says that their room was completed on the first anniversary of their deliverance, July 17th, 1805. If that date sounds familiar, July 17th, the day that Disneyland opened out in California in 1805 is exactly 150 years prior to its opening date. So I took all the correct entries, randomly selected one. Again, you were playing for the 102 ways to save money for and at Walt Disney World book. All seven of my virtual audio walking tours of the parks, that includes Adventureland and the Treehouse, 
and a WDW Radio Magic Band cover. And last week's winner is Katie Berner Travers. So, Katie, congratulations. Send me your address. I'll get your package out to you right away. If you played last week and didn't win, that's okay, because here's your next chance to enter in this week's Walt Disney World Trivia Challenge. So I love Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. I love the ambiance. I love the gingerbread. I love the Society Orchestra. Who am I kidding? I love Meisner's Meisner's Lounge. But I also love this week's trivia question because tell me, what is the name, and hopefully you've seen it before, what's the name of the -the turn-of-the-century fairground organ that you can find in Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. I'm not going to tell you exactly where it is. You need to know where it is and what its name is. You have until Sunday, January 24th at 11.59 p.m. to email your answer to contest at www.radio.com. Again, I'm going to give you the 102 Ways book, all the audio tours, a Magic Band cover, and a special mystery prize. It's a mystery to you because it's still a mystery to me, but I promise it'll be something cool. Again, it's Sunday, January 24th to contest at www.radio.com. Good luck and have fun. That's going to do it for this week's show. Thank you so much for taking the time to tune in this and every week. Big thanks again to the members of the WW Radio Nation, including some new members this month, including Sandra Schmidt-Brook and Elizabeth Bartlett. Thank you guys so much for helping support the show. If you want to help and get some cool monthly rewards, including scavenger hunts, access to our private Facebook group, group video chats, personalized Magic Band covers, T-shirts, backpacks, care packages every month from Walt Disney World and more, visit www.radio.com slash support. Really, really appreciate all the help and the love and the friendship. Don't forget that in addition to the podcast, if you go to www.radio.com, we have a great, amazing team of blog writers, new videos, a free newsletter, and an amazing community that I invite you to be a part of. Also, please join me every Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. I will continue broadcasting live on Facebook. I've been broadcasting live every Wednesday for about eight years now. Moved over to Facebook. Really love the engagement, the quality, and the conversations that we can have together. You never know. I might be in my home office. I could be out in the parks, wherever it may be. So follow me on Facebook. I'm facebook.com slash Turn on notifications. And if you follow me on Twitter at Lou Mangiello, I'll also tweet out when I go live, as oftentimes I'll be uh, going live from the parks randomly as I happen to be walking around and usually eating. Um, Also, you can follow me on Instagram and Pinterest. Again, I'm also at Lou Mangiello. If you have a question about vacation planning, your next trip, Disney World history or trivia, you can email me, lou at www.radio.com. I'll answer it on the show. Or if you want to be heard on the air, you can call 407-900-9391. That's 407-900-WDW1. With a question, a comment, let me know your feedback on this week's show. If you're going to join the running team or come to your next Run Disney event or just say hi from the parks. And as much as I love connecting with you guys online and having conversations on social media, You know if you listen to the show that I'm a firm believer that nothing beats a handshake and a hug. That's why I do monthly meetups every month in Walt Disney World. The next meet is going to be February 19th or 20th. That's over Princess Marathon weekend. We'll do it one of those two days. If you visit the events page over at www.radio.com or on Facebook, you can also find out we got our Star Wars cruise coming up in just a couple of weeks. More importantly, I just released details and tickets for our New Orleans Meet, Eat, and Run 
February 26th through the 28th, obviously in New Orleans, Louisiana. That weekend is the New Orleans Rock and Roll Half Marathon. Translated, that's an excuse for me to go to New Orleans and meet and eat and eat while everybody else runs. So Friday and Saturday and Sunday, we have a number of different events going on. Friday night, we're going to meet, eat, and bowl at Fulton Alley from 5.30 to 7.30. Saturday, we're going to meet from Beignets, of course, at Cafe Du Monde. And then Saturday afternoon, you're going to cruise the Mississippi and see New Orleans together as a group from the river aboard New Orleans' only authentic steamboat, the Steamboat Natchez. And then Sunday is the Rock and Roll New Orleans Marathon events. Whether you are running, you want to join some of us to cheer, we will be out there as well. If you are coming in from out of town, we have a block of rooms at the beautiful Omni Riverfront Hotel, which is, yes, on the river and just steps away from the convention center where the race starting and finishing line is. If you visit www.radio.com, click on the events tab or go to my Facebook page, you'll find a link there. You can also email our friends at Mouse Fan Travel. They are not only sponsoring the event, but they have that block of rooms available. That room block will go away on January 24th. That is this Sunday, so you do need to book your room in order to get into the group. Again, visit www.radio.com slash N-O-L-A, NOLA 16 for more information and tickets or just visit the events page on Facebook or at www.radio.com. And speaking of Mouse Fan Travel and their sponsorship and being grateful, thanks as always to them for sponsoring this week's show. They are my official recommended travel provider. Whether you're coming to New Orleans, World, Land, Adventures by Disney, Disney Cruise Line, or anywhere, even if it's non-Disney, on the planet Earth, they will help you get there with an incredible level of personal service. And if you want some Disney magic delivered right to your door, little Timmy Foster from Celebrations Magazine will, I mean, he won't personally deliver it, but somebody will deliver it for him to your door or your digital device. You can visit celebrationspress.com. And as always, my friends, and you are my friends, whether we have met yet or not, All I ask is that if you like the show, and I hope that you do, all I ask is that you please help spread the word. Let others know about it. Tweet out that you're listening. Share links to this week's episode or other episodes on Facebook. And please go to iTunes. Takes two minutes to rate and review the show there. Thanks to you. We have more than a thousand five-star reviews. We hit number two overall in iTunes. Thanks solely to you. I want to thank some recent reviewers, including Mouse Girl 1979. G dollar sign one two three at NY and J Jashardin for their recent reviews. I I sincerely sincerely appreciate them. I appreciate you. I appreciate you taking the time out of your busy day, week, gym, walk, drive, whatever it may be, to share some of your time with me. And I hope that every day you are taking steps towards doing what you love and being happy every single day. So remember, you're the sum of your everyday actions. So go out. Do good stuff each and every day, not just for yourself, but for other people. And I hope that you have the most amazing week ever. So until next time, see ya. Hey, Lou, this is Luke Lawson uh, calling from the Hoosier State. It is 4.33 a.m. and I am leaving once again for another trip down to Walt Disney World. Uh, I know you crazy cheerers and 5Kers are already awake. Uh, running the 5K this morning. Just want to say thank you so much to all of the WDW Radio running team and all of you cheering squad. Uh, you guys are really what make this weekend magical for me. It'll be my first marathon. So excited to run the goofy with you all. Um, Lou, thank you so much again for all you do, all of your podcasts. Uh, like Lou and Walt say, keep moving forward. We'll see you soon, buddy. Take care. Bye.
morning, Lou, and good morning to the rest of the WDW Radio Running King. It's Rob from California, Maryland. Uh, just uh, logged another nine miles, 40 days to go until the uh, glass flipper challenge for, for myself and for my wife. I uh, just wanted to say hello to the rest of the team. It is, I guess, Disney Marathon weekend. I've been seeing lots of awesome posts on the Facebook page of people having a great time running the 5K, the 10K, the, and the half marathon this morning, as well as all you crazy goofies and dopies. Just want to say hello, keep it up, and I uh, can't wait to see you guys. Have a great weekend. Have a great day. We'll see you later. Bye. Good morning, Lou Mangiello. It's Gabby from Baltimore. Um, just came back from a six-and-a-half-mile run, training up for the Princess Half Marathon um, in just five weeks. Can't believe it's come up so soon. Um, it's my first run back after being away at Walt Disney World this past weekend. Um, a handful of us with my brother. I bought him this trip for his 21st birthday. Um, a Christmas gift all rolled into one. We also went down to support... Um, a friend of mine who ran the half marathon this weekend um, who will actually also be running with me next month. Um, I can't even begin to describe how inspiring it was to see all the runners this weekend and standing on the sidelines cheering um, for everyone that passed by only inspired me to do better. And I all I could think of was, wow, that's going to be me in five weeks. I'm going to be that person running 13.1 miles, which I never thought I could do, but anything is possible, I guess. I'm um, super excited, training hard. It's a little cold here in Baltimore. It's about 24 degrees out, but I'm ready for anything, and I'm super excited to be back down in Walt Disney World in just five weeks. Um, hopefully, I'll see you then and the rest of the WW Radio running team. And everyone train hard, and I'll see you in a couple weeks. Have a great week, guys. Bye. Good afternoon, Lou, and the rest of the WDW radio running team. Rob from California, Maryland, out of breath after 10 more miles now. 33 days left until the Princess Half Marathon Glass Slipper Challenge with my wife. Wanted to say, may the force be with you to those running the Star Wars half out in California. Uh, uh, that's tomorrow, so may the force be with you. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk to everybody later. We'll see you guys. Bye.